for the week of May 15th, 2022. This is Mojo Weekly. I'm John. We can live. We can both live. It's Josh. We can both live. And here is your news, Josh. People seem to really, really, really want a new Silent Hill game. Like any little bitty news about Silent Hill makes just makes people just go nuts. So this past week, Josh, a well-known leaker shared four images that was supposedly that were supposedly from this new Silent Hill game that's been rumored for ages and ages, uh, and they were quickly deleted by the copyright holder, which the leaker claims is Konami. So, uh, the Twitter user Dusk Golem posted the images before the account was locked and the images were removed, and that uh, Dusk Golem later claimed on the forum, Reset Era, that the copyright claim was made by Konami. So, this uh, reboot has been rumored forever, probably since last year, longer, who knows. Um, And then I think we talked about that the trademark was renewed recently as well. So we haven't seen any sort of Silent Hill anything since uh, uh, PT, which was the uh, demo. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. yeah. Do you have any interest in Silent Hill? I, I'm not super like familiar with the franchise. I played a little bit of it, you know, but I've, I've never been like a huge fan. <clears throat> the, the Silent Hill movie was pretty gory and scary. It had elements of, of pretty decent uh, storytelling in it, but no, yeah. not, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, and, and no. even and even the PT demo, you know, that came out on whatever it was, PS3 or whatever. Um, I, I was like, yeah, it's interesting. It's got a cool vibe to it. Um, but uh, this was PS4. I mean, um, and and I was just like, I don't get what the big deal is. Um, but yeah, people love it. People love it. So hopefully, for those people, this means Konami's actually got something going on for Silent Hill. Anyway, next up, this is this is news for you, Josh. The Wonder Boy Collection will launch uh, for the PS4 and Switch on June third. Wait, what? What? Oh, Wonder Boy Collection. I thought you said Wonder Swan Collection. <laughs> That'd be something. That That'd would be, be fucking something. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Took me a second there. I was like, Wonder Swan Collection. Holy shit! Yeah. Uh, no, the Wonder Boy Collection. You'll get four games, uh, including Wonder Boy from 1986, where. Uh, you know, you get to rescue your girlfriend, Tina, of course. Everybody loves Tina. Adventure uh, Island. Uh, Wonder Boy in Monsterland. Um, and then uh, Wonder Boy in Monster World. And finally, Monster World 4, which is uh, where Asha comes out. The young girl named Asha. It's a Asha. good game. Yeah, it's, it's a very great game. game. Great game. So, uh, I mean, I feel like we've seen these games uh, released individually you know, quite a few times over the past several years. Yep. In fact, Asha, yeah. the uh, Monster World 4, that was released recently and, and it got a remake. Um, but uh, yeah, I think this game is going to be like around 30 bucks, you know. Uh, this, Not bad. This uh, this collection. So yeah, there you go. Some Monster, Neato. some Wonder Boy collection, Monster World, all that business. Next up, Josh, here's something that could be exciting. Potentially. 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 Uh, In its annual earnings presentation for investors, Sega outlined some of its plans for the current fiscal year. 
which runs from April of this year until March of next year. Uh, One of those plans includes multiple titles that Sega considers remake, remaster, spinoff, or change of theme. I did hear about this. This is kind of cool. Yeah. So uh, what, what are they talking about? Well, they didn't get into specifics, but they did say, here are some examples of old franchises that we could bring back in one form or another. Here they yeah. are. So the first two we talked about already a couple of weeks ago, uh, Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. So we've talked about yep. how, how like multiple people have like rumor, you know, uh, leakers and things like that have talked about those two yeah. franchises in particular. I think Bloomberg even did an article on it, uh, on those two games. Next up, uh, Space Channel 5 and Res. Um, so, you know, maybe they could get Mitsuguchi involved in a new res. He, you know, he did the res VR a few years back for uh, the PlayStation True. VR and we get some more res stuff, maybe some space channel five stuff. There's a, there was a space channel five VR game anyway, Panzer Dragoon. Uh, you know, we saw the Panzer Dragoon remake for switch and I think it came to PS4 maybe. Um, I think so. Yeah. And after some patches, it wasn't bad. Uh, Knights. When was the last time we saw Knights? Was it the Wii game? Oof. Um, I could have sworn there was a Knights HD remake on the PS3 or the or the or the 360 or something like that. I thought I thought there was a Wii one. So that Wii game, God, that this is scary because I want a new Knights game. I really do, but yeah. I don't want a new Knights game. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. the way Sega will make it. Yeah. We're both so really know. tired, dear, because it's super late. <laughs> we're trying to it get is, this podcast out at the last minute. So we're both over here yawning like a couple of old bastards. Uh, Shinobi. When's the last time we saw Shinobi? I, I really liked the PS2 Shinobi game. Where you yeah, had the, with, the, the with the red, red scarf. Yeah, the long red scarf. I, I dug that yeah. game. I don't think there's ever been a bad Shinobi game. I don't know. Uh, Virtua Fighter. We saw like a Virtua Fighter game just last year on the PS4. So maybe we'll see some more Virtua Fighter. Come on. Josh is looking for the number six. I am. Uh, Altered Beast, they mentioned. I don't know. I can see some Altered Beast. Didn't they try some Altered Beast thing on like the 360? I don't know. I don't don't think that ever got made, though. I can't remember. There was Golden Axe (laughs) Rider. Yeah, yeah. Can we get a sequel to that? House of the Dead, we literally just saw, like in the past couple weeks, a House of the Dead remake on the Switch. Uh, Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage 4 was awesome. Give us more. Give us more. Give us Streets of Rage right. 5. I'll take it. Yeah. Take it. And then finally, here's something. Soul Hackers. That doesn't sound like Billy Hatcher 2. No, it doesn't. It sounds better. Um, I don't even know what How Soul Hackers you? is, honestly. I don't I have no idea. I don't I don't remember Soul Hackers. Soul Hackers. So yeah, i you know. I think everybody has talked for years about how Sega needs to go back into their back catalog and resurrect some of these awesome games. Yeah, definitely. Who knows? Who knows? And then finally, Josh, our last little tidbit is coming this week on the Nintendo Switch Online expansion plus expansion pack, which is the greatest marketing name ever, is Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards for the N64. So it was originally released. uh... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say I saw some Twitch streamers playing that. It looked uh, it looks nice. It looks nice as it always did. It and it's yeah. one of those games that came out really late in the N64's uh, library, the the, the the console's life. And yeah. I remember looking at it and thinking, God, this looks really pretty. Now let's uh, let's talk about the PS2 and the GameCube. You know, like it was yeah. just so late. It's like, meh. 
Yep. Uh, I remember um, I, went, I, I used to work for the Funko corporate headquarters, and it, it, this game came out right around the time where uh, I was, everybody was in the midst of being laid off or being relocated to Texas to work for the dreaded GameStop. And I just sat in my office and played uh, this game, Kirby 64, uh, for several, several days um, while I waited to be laid off. That's that's what I think of when I think of this game. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, it was a fun game, fun little game, fun little game. So anyway, it'll be out uh, this week on uh, May 20th to... Uh, Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack subscribers. So there you go. All right, that's your news. All right, it is time for the new releases, Josh. We just have a couple, a couple new releases here. We got the Umarangi Generation for the Xbox. I don't know what it is. Uh, Vampire: The Masquerade Swan Song. I love it when they have Ooh. not one but two subtitles: Vampire, The Masquerade, Swan Song. Well, okay, hold, hold on. Well, I will yeah. give you that. Vampire: The Masquerade is an established franchise. It's been around for like twenty-five plus odd years. It's Vampire: The Masquerade is what it's called. Ah. There's Vampire: The Masquerade and there's Vampire: The Dark Ages, two entirely different universes all wrapped around together. Get it, get well, your shit together, John. Consider the, the, me the... consider me educated. Good. <laughs> good the uh, cool thing about that that game system by the way it's white wolf it's a tabletop rpg they did come up with some games god mostly pc but i i swear like the 360 and the ps3 era did get a vampire the masquerade game but the cool thing about that is you can start a vampire you know vampires are eternal they, they live forever um you can create a character in the dark ages and live for thousands of years and then live in the year like 1987 in like tokyo japan hmm. as a vampire john hmm. doing what masquerading that's masquerading, right masquerading i suppose uh and then finally dolman for just about everything except for switch dolman dolman like Do you... dole the the fruit company uh no d-o-l-m-e-n dolman are you sure it's not dolman sure you can call it dolman dolman yeah. it's it's that's... an rpg uh shooter action i mean it's everything according to this it says it's a rpg shooter action adventure fighting game (laughs) it's a it's a terrifying new rpg that combines futuristic sci-fi and cosmic horror elements so dolman Mm. Dolman. there you go well hopefully josh hopefully dale has something a bit more interesting as we (laughs) as we almost always does (laughs) we switch over to dale and his retro recap What's up, Mojo Weekly listeners? This is Dale, and welcome to this week's Retro Recap of the latest retro re-releases, remasters, and remakes. As always, credit goes to GSK from Retronauts.com, StrictlyLimitedGames.com, and LimitedRunGames.com. You can find info for all this week's releases in the MojoMenace.com forums. Let's get to it! For physical releases, a couple months back, Limited Run Games reissued the original NES, A Boy and His Blob, and the Game Boy sequel, and now they are reissuing the 2009 PS3 and 360 entry from the series on Switch and PS4. 
the platformer puzzle game continued the jelly bean puzzle elements of the original and introduced the beloved hug button. I think we all remember that awesome hug button. It goes for $35 for the standard edition and $65 for a collector's version that comes with a poster and a CD soundtrack. Hitting digitally this week for the arcade archives is Pro Tennis World Court for the Switch and PS4 for $8. GSK notates Namco ported this 1988 arcade sports title to the TurboGrafx-16 in America as World Court Tennis, a version I loved personally for its bizarre, out-of-the-place RPG quest mode where you'd be walking around in an RPG-like overworld and people would randomly challenge you to a match of tennis, like a fight in an RPG mode. But regrettably, this original arcade version is just some decent straight-up tennis. But hey, it has a couple of bonus robot characters that bear a striking resistance to others from far, far away. Die-hard strategy RPG and Disgaea fans will be thrilled this week of the two-pack release of past spin-offs from the series with the release of Prinny Presents NIS Classics Volume 2, Makai Kingdom Reclaimed and Rebound, and ZHP Unlosing Ranger vs. Dark Death Evil Man. This is out as a two-pack only on the Switch for $40, or they are available individually for $20 each on the PC via Steam. These are ports of past PS2 and PSP entries from the line and do not contain any notable additional extras. Moving on, there was a surprise relisting on the Xbox Live Arcade Marketplace on Xbox 360. The fan-favorite shmup Omega 5 from Natsume and Hudson Soft got relisted on the Xbox Live Arcade Marketplace, and it is forward compatible with all current Xbox platforms back at its original $10 price. If you grew up in the 16-bit era like myself, you probably remember the Clay Fighter games had awesome looking visuals for its day on the 16-bit systems, but played rather poorly. Well, now there's a new fan mod on romhacking.net from user Zool called Ultra Clay Fighter, and this is promising to touch up and alleviate a bunch of those poor playing mechanics with a multitude of gameplay tweaks. And you can find the link for that in the mojomenace.com forums. And the jingles you are listening to this week come from Clay Fighter Tournament Edition. Wrapping things up this week is a new release from Bitmap Books, going all out with the King of Fighters Ultimate History. Aside from extensively researched history from every entry in the revered SNK Fighter series, this endorsed book has interviews, behind-the-scenes articles, and a whole lot of art. It is available as a standard hardcover for £35 and an all-star edition for £55 that includes bonus art prints and an exclusive slipcase. That wraps it up for this week. You can check out the MojoMenace.com forum listings for this week's notes on the Retro Recap for links to the aforementioned releases. Back to you, John and Jayish. All right, Josh. Good job. You guessed the Clay Fighter soundtrack. Nice yeah. Work. See, I told you. Thanks, Super impressive. Super impressive. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it's time for the game spotlight. And Josh, you wanted yeah. to talk about NBA Jam Boom Shakalaka. He's heating up <laughs> from downtown. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. NBA Jam. Coincidentally, right? I mentioned my time working at the Funko Land corporate headquarters, and in the break room there was an nba jam arcade machine that i played every single day during my lunch break every day oh yeah loved dude. it loved it 
It is very, very ironic, by the way, since we're telling stories, that we are recording this on Sunday evening rather than Friday afternoon, where I initially had planned on recording Fridays, which we usually do, because I was hot off the presses of a humongous Game 5 Milwaukee Bucks victory against the Boston Celtics, who then wound up over the rest of the weekend fucking it up and now losing and are no longer in the playoffs. I was going to say, hopefully we're all rooting for the Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals, blah, blah, blah. But we didn't have to say that, and we don't even have to repair any of that or delete any of it or anything, John. Mm. Aren't you proud of it? I'm glad we waited this long. Me too. Me too. I don't need sleep. No, no, and hell no. But um, the NBA Jam, I mean, look at the installments that came out all throughout history. Like, Midway created this amazing arcade game in 1993, hot off of their success of what Mortal Kombat won at the time. Um, It's interesting to look at the succession here because Midway made literally only five NBA Jam, NBA Jam type games, which is in a series of NBA games, which I believe if you look prior to NBA Jam, there was what Arch Rivals, I think Midway made. And then they that got ported. That was kind of the original engine that they had started to use. Um, for the NBA Jam style of gameplay. But then in 93, they came out with NBA Jam. Then Tournament Edition came out the year after. And then they dropped the NBA Jam name and and pushed a hang time. It was hang time that came out on the PlayStation. Then it was NBA Showtime. Um, that was Dreamcast, N64, PlayStation, you know, Game Boy Color, stuff like that. And then finally in 2001, the last Midway in- installment of NBA Jam, or whatever you want to call it, their NBA games, uh, was NBA Hoops, which uh, featured three-on-three play. Yeah. Um, what's really interesting, too, about this, after that, um, Acclaim seemed like they picked up the rights to it, and they came out with NBA Jam 2001, 2002, um, and then just straight up just NBA Jam. And then, weirdly enough, and this is what I think is very odd, is that back when we were kids, the NBA Jam, NBA Jam games, sorry, not when we were kids, but when we were young adults slash kids, The NBA Jam games were kind of like those really fun, over-the-top, crazy two-on-two basketball games that kind of like were the anti-simulation style NBA games that was like EA Sports and and Sega and even Konami with uh, what? uh, Shit, what was Konami's basketball game? Um, Oh, Christ, right on the tip of my Double dribble, double dribble. That's the one, yep. They had all these really nice simulation games um, that came out that were trying to be all ultra realistic and very, very like, uh, you know, like it's like watching a real game, you know, but really not. And they keep all the statistics and everything. Um, But the NBA NBA Jam games were always way over the top and ridiculous and silly. Um, But weirdly enough, the last edition of NBA Jam was actually purchased by EA Sports. And I can't believe it was already 12 years ago. That feels very recent to me, which I think just means that I'm incredibly old. But that was a Wii, PlayStation 3, and 360. There was NBA Jam and then NBA Jam on Fire Edition. Yeah, were I actually released by EA Sports. I remember actually enjoying that one. Maybe I'm yeah. wrong, but I, I feel like I bought it for one of those consoles, you know, for Wii yeah. or 360 or something. And I feel like I had a good time with it. Yeah, and it's an important time right now in basketball. There's going to be a new, you know, after the pandemic and everything like Going back to that and getting real arenas filled with fans and stuff like that again, I thought it was a good idea to talk about basketball and just in general. But one series that I really actually enjoyed, and it's sort of a shame that it pretty much just got buried initially right away and then never got any sequels or anything like that. It was Acclaim actually carried that engine that they had built for like the Super Nintendo, the Genesis, and the Game Boy, and the Saturn ports of NBA Jam. And got the license, the official license for the NCAA college basketball 
all the teams, um, players and numbers and the, the logos and everything like that. And they actually released a game called College Slam. College Slam is a game that I played the hell out of on the Sega Saturn. It was really fun. You could kind of do your own create a character, sort of. Uh, you could name your own characters. And then you could play as, uh, like for me, for instance, I was like Wisconsin, the Badgers. You, know, you could play as the Badgers. And um, whenever big things happen in the game, um, like music would come on. And there would be these like Wisconsin type things that was really interesting. You do this huge jam. And then there's like, on Wisconsin, on Wisconsin, blah, blah, whatever. People start and, shooting uh, deers. Yeah, there was lots of deers being shot, a couple mm-hmm. couple bucks being smashed, and beers up against their heads, and you know, and everybody yeah. was all up in arms, and it was a big fucking deal, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So, <laughs> and so, um, and so, it was really interesting to me. I thought it was a very cool time in gaming, just in general, where basketball games didn't have to take themselves super serious, and it was just really fun. And man, I don't know. I remember the first time I played NBA Jam. I um that time in in sports was really weird because nba jam the ea sports basketball games none of them had michael jordan none of them had shaquille o'neal it was very bizarre because shaq had shaq fu and michael yeah. jordan had michael jordan in the windy city and they were like exclusively only licensed to those games and so you couldn't put them in nba games um and it was just really weird i think the bucks they couldn't do glenn robinson for some reason back in the day because he was like exclusive to like nike or something weird like that so you had vin baker and like michael red and it was like who the fuck are these guys vin Vin baker Baker. i remember that's a classic guy weighed like 800 pounds he was huge yeah he was huge good good player i mean we had good players there's a lot of good players in the bucks but like it's interesting i i would love love for them to do a new nba jam now like yeah yeah right now would be a really cool time to do it if ea still owns the rights to it for whatever reason ea holds the rights to billions of different franchises and they just fucking sit on constantly uh just bleeding money everywhere but like i think that would be really cool to see a new nba jam today i'd, yeah. I'd probably buy it you know I'd probably the, buy it. these games are always great like pick up and play games and it, and it wasn't just nba jam there are other other sports that had similar kinds of similar yeah. kinds of games like hit the ice on with hockey right yep um you know and i it wasn't that was a tight that was tight right i think so i think so yeah yeah. You know, but those style of games always like were great to just pick up and play with people who are very casual gamers, you know, but who maybe yep. like sports and stuff. Um yeah, I totally yeah. it was just fun for the multiplayer mm-hmm. um aspect of it. And um yeah, man, I um Midway kind of made a made a living off of that kind of stuff where it was like um what was it? NFL Blitz. NFL Blitz was yeah. very NBA jam. Like where it was just rig- ridiculous and over the top. It was pretty crazy, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. It's been over a decade since we've seen one of these. I, I know I, I could not possibly care less about playing like an NBA 2K at this point, but you, you, you pull out an NBA jam in uh 2022, 2023. I'll be all over it. Yeah. I'll play that shit. Yeah, I'll play that shit. it's also kind of fun to see like a lot of games that were inspired by NBA Jam that went over the top. Like, uh, fuck on the Neo Geo, they got well, it's got three different names depending on which part of the world you live on. But Street Hoops, Street Slam, or Dunk Dream, um, a lot of people call that an NBA Jam clone. That's yeah. got like street street style uh, gameplay on the Neo Geo. I don't know if I've ever even played that. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it is time for the last question. Oh, my God. 
So Josh, I did something a little different this week. I put this out, this question out in advance to uh, people on our Discord chat to get some of their answers. Oh right? shit! So this will give you a chance to think of your answer while I read their answers. You ready? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. So the question is: What game series that you used to love has kind of left you behind? So, oh. in, in other words, what's a game series that you used to love, but as the series went on, maybe they went in different direction or lost you with their design choices, right? Okay. So, uh, let's see. Let's see. what uh, A lot of good answers. <laughs> yeah, Tex, he said uh, the EA NHL series. He said it's uh, okay. old old gamer stuff, but the increased puck stick control with analog and triggers, triggers took the fun out of it. So that's what we were talking about with like NBA Jam, you know, as as games got more sim like, you're right. Uh, just lost yeah. the fun. Uh, Lag yeah. said uh, Assassin's Creed after it was no longer a stealth game. He also gave oh. up on Star Fox after it became apparent that Nintendo Jesus. was just going to keep rebooting it every time. Yep. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Iceman, he he uh, he says ditto to the EA NHL series. Um, and he said, super blood hockey is a ton of good fun though. It's much more violent, like NES hockey, right? Wow. Uh, let's see. we got another one. Tropism said double dragon at the arcade was all one of his all time favorite games. But after that, like it just lost his interest, right? Okay. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Battlefield. Uh, Deadward said Battlefield. Uh, he said he steadily fell off after Battlefield 3, and now he just barely touches it. And then finally, Beaver says Tomb Raider. He says the PS1 and PS1 games were great, but the PS2 games, he just couldn't go there. So there we go. They've kind of redeemed themselves yeah. in the more recent ones. I mean, basically just Uncharted with a female protagonist. But yeah. all right, all right. I got There's a couple answers here that people, I think, could easily say. I think the easiest one that initially popped in my head was Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, Come yeah. on, that's an easy, <laughs> yeah, it's easy, easy answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but man, um, a series that kind of just left me behind. Um, I'd have to say, and there's a reason why I, I played an 18 year old MMORPG today instead of the new installments, and that's Fantasy Star Online. Yeah, I love PSOs episode one, two, and I guess four, but one, two, three, and four. Um, and man, Fantasy Star Universe came after that, and now Fantasy Star Online two, and Eh, you know, okay, cool. It just kind of follows all those other MMORPGs and it just kind of does this whole like, yay, multiplayer and all this awesomeness. It's like, you guys built a good game. You guys built a, a good game a million years ago. Well, fuck, now 22 years ago on the Dreamcast. And all you need to do is update it and make it prettier and make it play better and just keep that same similar style. And they keep missing the mark. And yeah, yeah I'd say PSO. I'd say PSO. Right I think my answer maybe might be Yakuza um, because with, what? with Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon, they switched it from an action game to an RPG. And as much as I want to love Like a Dragon, it just drags and it's oh, slow and it's a grind and it's tedious. And, you know, with 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 uh, the old Yakuza or the, the mainline Yakuza games, one through six, you know, you you turn every corner and you beat some punk asses down and then you go about your business. Now, with Yakuza 7, you turn the corner, oh, and you got to stop because it's a turn-based battle, right? And you really? got to do the whole thing. Now, that's crazy. Now, the, the spin-off games, uh, uh, Judgment and Lost Judgment, 
they've retained the beat em up kind of style, right? So uh, it okay. seems like they've split it off where if you want the beat em up style, you're going to play Judgment from now on. If you want the new RPG kind of style, you're going to play Yakuza, starting with Yakuza 7. So I guess if I want hmm. that beat em up action, I'm just going to have to stick with the Judgment series. So I guess. Well, at least you have that option out there. I mean, mm-hmm. that was one thing I was going to say. It's weird when a game series is known as a beat em up, and then all of a sudden they're like on the seventh installment after it's well established <laughs> the yeah. type of game you're expecting and the kind of games that you get excited about. Nope, fuck you. We're playing something completely different. Yeah. No, it's Final Fantasy. Guess what? Yeah. You know, like, is that is that maybe to compete with Persona? Like, Persona 5 is mm. like this. 150 no hour ridiculous slow based rpg with a great story but very slow um it's almost the exact opposite of what you saw with final fantasy because that's another good one uh final fantasies who didn't love final fantasies on the nes super nintendo and the early playstation games like and now 15 was like a fun ish but certainly did not feel like a final fantasy game yeah all right well that's it for us that's it for this week uh, if you want more of our stuff, you can go to menace.com and on the main page, you can get links to our Discord, where you can answer the last question, uh, our forums, and our merch store, youtube.com slash menace. We post all sorts of videos there, and twitch.tv slash menace. And on most of the social medias, you'll find us at menace. Josh, where can they find you? Well, if you'd like to at me, get on Twitter. Look me up at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscores. It is the most important underscore on all the internet. And 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 message me and let's get on Fightcade. Let's play a little bit of NBA Jam or maybe this uh, Dunk Dream Street Slam Street Hoops or whatever the fuck it's called this week. I'm down for that. I'm on Fightcade. Find me. Let's play some games together. All right. There it is. We'll talk to you next week, hopefully earlier. Bye-bye. Good night. the tacos come eat the tacos eat the tacos come eat them up <laughs>